Hi, this is Juicebox, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag because we're semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm moi, Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. Okay, y'all. Today we have a very, very close friend of the pod. She is my Brat Pack sister. I literally grew up in drag beside this diva. She's talented. She loves bodysuits. She was on season two of Canada's Drag Race. Please enjoy our interview with the one, the only, Kendall Gender. Enjoy the episode. So welcome back. We have got Kenny Jen looking like a slice joining us today. Welcome on in, Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so honored. Honestly, this is so cool. One of my closest friends on the pod. It's like today I feel like I want to, I'm going to switch hats and it's like, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about you. I want to be very inquisitive and just hear, hear the little ins and outs about Kendall today. I'm so excited to have you on the pod. I love it. We're giving Oprah today, honey. Yes, exactly. And thank you for fitting us in on such a busy schedule. We had to go through managers. We had to Ugh. go through. We had to go through security. We had to go through countless. That hotel NDA rooms. was really thick, countless. Kendall. That was a that was quite the NDA agreement it's, you made us sign. It's an encyc- It's an encyclopedia. <laughs> you know, the the higher yeah. that you get, the more the more serious <laughs> things need to be. <laughs> I know. Are you lonely at the top? <laughs> it's <laughs> oh. <laughs> Insert obvious joke about being a top here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. You have been on Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm Speaking of which, baby, how would you say your drag has evolved since the show? Oh my god. I literally feel like I will like very comfortably say that if you did Drag Race and you didn't learn or evolve your type of drag or, or something during the process, then you did Drag Race wrong. Because I literally, (laughs) you know what I mean, though? Like, you literally, you get put into the situation where, like, you have no choice but to, like, learn and, like, grow. And you're surrounded by so many people that, like, honestly, like, everyone has different skill sets. But, like, I learned so much from, like, being around all of these queens all the time. And, like, yeah, I feel like I am a way better drag queen today than I was walking into the show. And, like, that's just because of, like, just taking the time to, like, really learn and be like comfortable in admitting that like you're not perfect and that's okay you know a hundred percent being comfortable in being uncomfortable yeah. kind of things you know i love that I love that, I love that, I love that. Um, but you do really have such positive energy and such an incredible outlook on life. So where does all that optimism really come from? I don't know. I feel like probably from my my mom a lot of it. I think my mom is like extremely eternally optimistic and that's sort of just like how I was how I was brought up like right away. Um, I think that like, you know, I definitely went through hardships young and like so did my mom like through a lot of her life and I just think that seeing her go through some hardships as well sort of taught me that like it's just it's so easy to focus on the negative and it's so easy to get wrapped up in that but it's like it's just way like nicer to kind of just like try and flip every situation into something positive because like at the end of the day, like you only get one life. You might as well be fucking happy all the time. <laughs> oh my God, totally. <laughs> Kendall is the best person. Yeah. Kendall is the best person to tour with. Like, I feel like anytime, like, you know, things get tough or like, you know, you're waiting longer here, or there's delays. You're just like the first person to turn it into a positive. And that 
is a discipline. Like that's a mental um, discipline, that grit to just turn things around and not, um, I don't know, self-wallow. I've, I've always loved that about you. Okay, it's very okay, easy but to stay light around you. But I will snap if I order a Tim Horton sandwich and there's <laughs> bacon on it. <laughs> Oh my god! I will. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we went to when we went to the Atlantic, Kendall did eventually realize she's like, I think I'm like kind of a diva, like kind of diva light. Yes, yes. There are there are requirements, there are standards, but like hold yourself accountable to those. Like I think that attracts greatness. I, I, but I I think even when she has those diva moments, it's still very light. She doesn't, she's, it's diva light. She's not mean about it. She's just like, hello, I have these standards and they have not been met. And I, think, and I would like them to be met. That, like, I don't, someone actually said that to me. They were like, I was so shocked to see you in like a, this was even way before Drag Race. We were in just like a bathroom at a club. And I was like asking the, the, the managers of the club as soon as I got there, I just like asked for what I needed and like what I needed to do the show and how to make myself comfortable. And like, I've always kind of been like that because like, <laughs> I don't know. I treat I treat drag like a job, and like there is just like you know what I mean. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't go into like certain work environments without like saying, okay, well I need X, Y, and Z in order to like do my job. Deliver, so, yeah. Deliver deliverables, yes. if you will. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we do love you... the word deliverables. <laughs> yes, we do. I think a lot of us are just so used to being mistreated in a way and being feel and uh, made to feel like we're mm. replaceable that a lot of us kind of like hide behind something of being like, well, whatever, whatever, just to make anybody else happy and whatever that gets me the gig and whatever I need to do. But there is something to be said about that, that confidence of being like, no, 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 this is what I need to be treated correctly and to feel comfortable, to be able to pull off the job that you've hired me to do. And I, I mean, at the end of it, it is truly just the bare minimum. I've never seen you ask for insane oh, no. things yeah. you're just asking for the things that you need to be able to do your job it's just i just it's just the confidence that i think some of us are lacking. <laughs> it was just the blow bar for me oh, oh my god, <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> kendall could not fathom the idea that like somewhere in like a city wouldn't have a blow bar for her human units it's just like well how hard can okay, it be well- well how, well, how hard can it be? I was, I was like, like Kendall, it, they may not have that here. Like, I was like panic calling like five different salons when we were in Halifax. And I was like, I just don't understand. So you don't offer this service? <laughs> <laughs> and you had some straight girl on the other end being like, I just don't understand. What do you need? You're going to bring in a, a wig? Like you're both just like confused with each other. <laughs> What do you mean you can't blow dry my wig in rural Nova Scotia? <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, I found someone though, so I am. Oh, nothing shout if out! It is not shout out. Yeah. Yes. The queens, the queens in Halifax are fucking amazing. I know. It was actually so sad during COVID. Their one bar that mm-hmm. they could perform at closed, so it's like their resiliency. Oh, no. Like they were doing like backyard viewing parties like i'm really hoping that they can get on their feet again and have something open up so that they all can showcase their talent because they're wonderful over there they are. Shout yeah, out you to want, y'all. you want to talk about optimism like that yeah. is that is you know the cup is half full mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> now kendall tell me will you ever stop wearing body body suits absolutely not Good. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I? It's a brand. I didn't even. 
you know what I they didn't were. even know it was a brand until it got called out so many damn times, and I was like, I guess that really is all I wear. Hey, shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're like, this isn't a bodysuit, but then you realize it's like a bodysuit with things attached to it. Like you're yeah, like, yeah. oh wait, this is still technically yeah. a bodysuit. Yeah, but I, I love it. Like, it's because yeah. your frame. I just, you know what it is for me. I am, I am always that person where like I love my drag to be comfortable. My like favorite thing about drag is like you know, connecting with people, kind of like being in a, an environment where I can like walk around, talk to people, this sort of thing. And like that comes with with comfort. So that's, I think, why instinctually I, I like always just head into a bodysuit. Like I'm ready to drop it at any any moment, you know? Yeah. It says I can do <laughs> yeah, anything. It feels like it feels very showgirl, show yeah. you know? It's just like she's ready yeah. to do a number wherever she is, whenever she shows up. Even if it's a gown, there's going to be a bodysuit under there or a pair of scissors that she is going to slice away. <laughs> if I can't show my Barbie crotch, what am I doing, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing drag. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. so, Kendall, I know we talked about your evolution from the show and everything that you did on it was so incredible. But I'm just wondering, um, what have you really been up to? Like, get into the nitty-gritty. What has really happened post-show for you? How have you been able to, like, kind of take this opportunity and run with it? I think, like, I have felt so lucky and I think that a lot of us from this season have felt lucky in in a lot of ways it's because we were actually able to like experience the drag race fantasy if you will of like doing shows I know sorry (laughs) Juice is like oh great (laughs) what what was that like what was that like (laughs) but like yeah we got to like we got to tour so much like I I didn't have a week off at all like while while the show was airing we went from basically Victoria to to Newfoundland and do shows so that took up a lot of obviously the time like during the show now obviously we had a little bit of a break um but for me the break was greatly appreciated I actually took like I think like three weeks off which is like the longest break that I've had in drag since since COVID for sure um never takes holidays like no even on like even when we were in quarantine i was still like filming videos doing shoots you know what i mean i'm just like kind of that person so like this was actually really nice to take take a couple weeks off and grow a beard and kind of just relax and um yeah now stands love the scruff yeah (laughs) they do they do um trade i love it I, i love it too if i if i didn't do drag i would have a full beard um yeah but yeah, I don't know. Just just shooting. I uh, I shot I, I shot a movie in the fall, which is going to be coming out soon, which is very exciting. Oh my and... god, it's coming out in the fall. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's really it's cool. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to be, or I'm I'm excited to have been a part of it. Um, like kind of in and out of drag, and like dig my teeth into that. And yeah, just just shoots going back on the road, kind of just like yeah. honestly finding my my like love and joy within drag again. Um, yes. You know, and, and outside of a competition sense, I think is uh, kind is of where I'm at. Is that to say, yeah. did you lose your joy for a second? Was joy missing in the drag for a beat? I think, I think when you're in, uh, when you're in a, a, a platform like Drag Race, it, it's so, there's so many specifics to it and you are literally being judged with every single aspect of your drag and for me drag has always been very like fun and enlightening and like I really enjoyed it so to put it into a situation where like you are being critiqued and there is a lot of like stress that comes with those those moments as we all know it does it does it does take a little bit of the of the joy out of it I think not to say all of it but a little bit for sure yeah 
I that resonates, right? It's like the noise from the fandom. It's like there is the great parts of that, the great aspects, but then it also comes with the negativity and yeah. like you just have to become yeah. even stronger minded as far as like what you you know, you bring to the table and, and what that is. But you've been such a, even a support for my experience, you know, like you were one of the people I would call when it's like, oh God, like something's being perceived. Like there are definitely some haters and you're just like, be like Beyonce, don't yeah. read the comments. You know what I mean? Just like focus on mm-hmm. the task at hand, what you bring, what you deliver. And so it's kind of cool in a sense to even hear, you know, that put you through it, but then that's the beauty in a break. I'm so mm-hmm. happy you got some time off. Mm-hmm. And something I think that's really admirable about you, and it's something that you and I have talked about, is you truly actually do not read no, the comments. I don't know. That is wild when, to me. Yeah, when, when we first, uh, me and my partner, Patch, sat down right when I got cast, and we literally said to each other, we made like a pact. I was like, no matter what happens when we're into this like bigger platform, like do not read the comments. Because mm-hmm. I use I use the best. Oh, yeah, no, Patch doesn't, Patch doesn't read them oh. either. Um, and we, we, um, yeah, we, we kind of just like made the idea that like, after Beyonce did homecoming at Coachella, she didn't run to YouTube or run to Instagram and read all the comments about people critiquing her performance. You know what I mean? And it was just one of those things. Like, I think that, I think that sometimes when it comes to the, the, the comments and that sort of thing, you sometimes create the, the need for validation, good and bad from the comments. So if I get 900 comments that are all positive, then I'm almost seeking out. I'm like, oh, I need, I need people to tell me that, that they like me or they like what I'm doing or, or they like what I did. Um, and also vice versa on the negative mm-hmm. side, right? Like it's so easy to, to just hear that negative stuff and be like, wow, this is literally like, I'm the worst and I should quit and I suck, <laughs> you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. I think it can get a little bit toxic. Um, yeah. I definitely read the comments on like my own posts. Um, like I, that's, that's a different thing because people are like going out of their way to comment on like my specific posts. Um, yeah, that stuff I do yeah. that I, but that I engage with, like, even when they're mean, like, obviously people still write mean things on my on my post but I'm not going out like looking looking like outsourcing to read all the comments because I think people don't always associate people on Drag Race as uh real people I think they see us uh almost do you know what I mean like they 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 think we'll never see it so they're totally okay with writing horribly mean things about us and they just kind of like wash their hands of it well thankfully now you're on the queer side of TikTok with your algorithm yes (laughs) (laughs) I love it were you on straight TikTok? I was TikTok? by accident. I don't know how I got there. Someone commented that on one of my last TikToks. They're like, they're like, for the first eight seconds of this video, I thought I was on straight talk and I was or straight TikTok, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? But then I realized it was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you still have a couple, just like out there, yeah. the outliers. Oh my god, just yeah, lingering. Yeah. What a curse! It's so <laughs> wild. There can be like different audiences. Like, yeah, interesting TikTok. Check Kendall mm-hmm. out. You yeah. definitely feel like a really well-spoken queen. And I feel like that lends itself to like corporate sponsorships. And I feel like that's been an element where you've been able to really thrive, especially during a time where queens have to get a bit more creative because, you know, live bookings can be a little high risk with COVID. Tell me about this, how that's been kind of an aspect of your drag, like the the corporate brand deals, Kendall. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Um, I think a few years ago, I sat down and I sort of just like reevaluated like what I wanted to do with my drag. And for me, one of the most important things was taking drag or what we see 
drag as into different venues. So this was like putting, you know, putting a drag performer in a situation that people wouldn't expect someone to be in. Um, so I, yeah, I got like offered my very first like corporate sort of like sponsorship with uh, the Fairmont Hotels that I yes. got like completely by by fluke. I just got referred from another queen and I, I was just kind of talking to her about what I wanted to do. And she was like, oh, I might have a gig for you. And it turned from one gig and I sort of just like snowballed it into this like, you know, years and years now that I've been working with the hotels. Everyone, everyone, please watch your video that you made during Pride with Fairmont. It's camp. It is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. It's very cucumbers on the eyelids and then she eats one, but you're like in full drag the whole time. It's actually yeah. very funny. It's very well done. Where can they find that video? Is that on YouTube? I I would say YouTube, yeah. Or like on, <laughs> I think it was for Vancouver Pride. I think it was on, it was on, hilarious. on their YouTube channel. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. Um, but yeah, I just like, I love, I love that drag is so in the forefront of like pop culture now that like we are seeing so many brands and, and, and corporations using drag performers like for their for their product um, and I absolutely love it I'm like I, I'm, I'm all for it I do think that I'm like I although I'm very very fortunate to work with a lot of brands I am very picky about the brands that I work with I get a lot of offers um, for stuff that I, I, I actually like turn down for like a lot of different oh. reasons one I don't maybe I don't believe in in, in the product or maybe I don't believe in the organization. For me, another thing that I get offered a lot is like is like alcohol or, or cannabis sponsorships. And as a sober person, I like I say no to a lot of those. Um, so I that think that's something be, to that would be counterintuitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think that's something that's really important to remember if like if you're listening to this as a as a drag performer trying to get into like the sponsorship world is like yeah make sure that it makes sense for your brand or like for what you actually would use. Like I love luxury hotels. So. so. <laughs> oh my God. The so last two minutes course, of this podcast have not been relatable. Of course I'll say yes to that. Being like, I turned down all the offers. Everyone's knocking at my door. I just can't do it. I love luxury hotels. Um, Hermes, if you're listening, Louis Vuitton, um, talk to me. Those answer those those calls all yes. answer. Yes, but not the not 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 the alcohol though. Oh, Stay fireball. Get Seriously. out. Oh, get out. I'll totally take a no, fireball. But, um, I will say though, but I always I always forward them. I always forward them because I am I am, Good. I always That's... do right away. Like I you if I get forward. one, I will all I will always send it to someone. Um, that's a bet. That's a better fit. Always, always, and I've done that for yeah. I've done that for years. Kendall, I have a I have a quick like kind of. bounce off with that i remember as soon as i got eliminated the amount of alcohol sponsorships that i had reach out to me was wild and a main topic of my episode was my sobriety so i always thought that was really funny and i remember one time i went to them i was like i wrote did you watch canada's drag race like it was the first thing i said and the other one i said sure send it to me and i'll give it to my husband ha 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 and they sent me a case of beer. Yeah. I said it as a joke. Yeah. And they actually sent me a case of beer. It was absolutely wild. Um, but did you find you still got the alcohol sponsors reaching out after your s- sobriety storyline? A few, yeah. And uh, I think oh, I think that just... No brains. No, I think that just comes with... I mean, if we're really diving into the corporate world, I think your question was probably valid. Did they watch the episode? Maybe they didn't. You know what I mean? And, th- and that's why yeah. I think it's so important to remember that when you are working with these brands, you want to make sure that they... They really like they they know you and they 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 want to work with you specifically, not just because you're a drag queen that they happen to have seen on TV or or saw like you posting yeah. a cool pic, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's yeah. super important to remember. Because to work with certain brands and it not be authentic to you as a queen, the fan base can pick up on that. And then that, that post yeah. won't do as well. And you know what I mean? Things that you can tell. Like if it's not an authentic fit. Yeah. Um, such as yeah. luxury like hotels. if Kendall isn't in a luxury <laughs> hotel. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> I'm waiting for my blow dry bar sp- sponsorship, everyone. <laughs> I can't wait. We're manifesting I'm it manifesting. through this podcast. Yeah. If anyone from blow dry bar is listening, Kendall needs the sponsorship. She has human hair wigs that need cleaning. Uh, <laughs> um, but so uh, from my season, my season was such a huge push for Toronto. We were a majority Toronto cast. We got a huge spotlight on our city. We didn't really have much from the West Coast. Season two really felt like a big West Coast spotlight. You know, we've got you, we've got uh, Cynthia Kiss, we've got Chia, we've got Beth. Like, we got a big spotlight on that. What do you really think would be something that's so special about the Vancouver scene that really needed to be seen? I mean, I think for us in specific, it was uh, definitely our like camaraderie, if you will, like we genuinely all like all of us are like close friends, like in and out of the show. So I think that like that, Mm -hmm. that definitely was like a very interesting kind of like dynamic um, to show on TV. And uh, I was like, I was very like, I loved being a part of that Mm -hmm. sort of aspect. That was cool. Yeah. Besties on TV. Yeah, we needed a we needed a cat fight. Girlies. We just needed that one girl cat fight. That I was, know that's my know. one thing. Uh, I wish I'm you like, did. I wish you guys hated that? each other. More. I know it's just like that one. Someone needed to just like catch me without some coffee. You know, I was too caffeinated. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should have cut up one of Kendall's wigs, and we just would have really seen some. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like even when like. Even when, you know, Eve, (laughs) even when Eve kind of like came at me a little bit in the first couple weeks, like I, I even watch it back and I was like, you can kind of just see like in my eyes, I'm like, I'm just so like content and happy to be there. Like nothing could bring me down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, (laughs) obviously I just like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that was the thing. I think we were all filming in COVID. I think we were so excited to get to be a part of this show that we were like such fans of. And like, and that's why there wasn't tons of drama. We were just all happy. And like, we all just wanted to like have a good time and like show (laughs) up our fucking looks and like be cute. That's actually a really good point, (laughs) Kendall, because I, I have to put my brain back where I was emotionally at that time when we filmed. You're so right. Like we weren't socializing. That was the most people without masks on. Yeah. Um, I had seen in like, months so I think that was probably where we were all at we didn't you wouldn't go into that situation as kind of guns blazing you know what I mean with your yeah your your thoughts and your egos held high so that's actually a really good point and maybe that's where we lost Mm. a little bit of that drama yeah the eternal optimist I'm telling you it's there all the time yeah yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) charity work is something you really thrive in lovey where did your love of giving back come from Kendall Hmm. Uh, for me, I didn't really like even know that you could be a drag queen without having activism sort of like tied to it. So like right when I started, it was just something that I was just like instinctually, I was like, oh, this is just like what you do. I like I all of the a lot of the drag queens that I had seen, like they they always had that component tied to it. Yeah. Um. So for me, it just uh, it just it, it kind of happened quite naturally. 
And then like throughout my sort of drag career and my drag evolution, it just became more and more like valuable to me because like, I just felt like I was getting, I felt like I was getting a very like, you know, for like, what's the word? Like a lot of fortune in my, in my drag career. And I just really wanted to like spread that to as many people as I could and like, and bring people up with me and highlight people and, and, and always give back. Um, and I just like, I love that I have the platform that I have now because it's just sort of like allowed it to go to like a totally other level. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's just very cool that like, it's not just like my success. It's sort of like all of our successes, if that makes sense. Yes. You always say, you're like, if we're not all succeeding, then like, that's not success or something. I might be paraphrasing, but I know to you, success truly looks like having lots of close company. Like you want to bring everyone up. You're always paying it forward, which I think is really, really cool. Not only in just with other queens, like your, you know, your daughters, your whole drag fam, but like in the community. So it's a really cool balance. And I'm not surprised someone was named top 50 under 50 this year in Vancouver. (laughs) That was so exciting. How's she? I was, that was, yeah. I like, I got the email a few months ago and I was like, to be honest, I was like, not a hundred percent sure like what it was like going to be. Like, I just wasn't really sure. And then I like, as it like came out and all this kind of stuff, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is like so incredible it's like monumental like I just got the magazine the other day I'm like going to an event on March 1st to like I don't know I like in my head I'm obviously wow. getting like a, like gold statue but like probably not <laughs> <laughs> you arrive like... you, you're showing up <laughs> gown ready like yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like crying is it like, like a Halle red carpet Berry. event I mean, in my head, I think it is. I hope, I think it is. Oh, oh my God. No, no, no. Never leave that yeah. mindset. I want you to be that to the very end of the night that you are Halle Berry getting the Oscar <laughs> all night long. Yeah. Do the dirty Literally. cry the whole time. And it's just, yeah. yeah. I, I can't believe, I believe it. it. Oh my God. Please recreate the dress. That would be amazing. I actually. Oh my God. Not a bad Kendall. idea. Oh my God. Take notes. Sisters helping sisters. Yeah. If this episode comes out after, we'll post the dress on the Instagram. Oh my God, okay, yes. deal. <laughs> yeah, we'll post you in the dress recreation on the Instagram. If not, we'll just post you in the dress on the Instagram, just just because it'll be pretty. Yeah, I want like a bobblehead of me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've talked about a lot of your success so far, but UK versus the world has just come out. It's a massive success. Everyone's loving it. It is twists and turns, everything. If you got the call to go back into the Thunderdome, would you go? And would you change anything about the way that you do the game this time around? Mm, I like how you refer to it as a Thunderdome. That's from Cynthia. I'm stealing. <laughs> Cynthia always references that the Thunderdome. Yeah. No, I like it. And now it is I like stuck it. in my head. I can't stop. Would I do it? Yes, because I feel like getting the chance to like be a part of like a RuPaul franchise would be incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think that would be just like, it would be a whole nother level of like experience. And it would just be very, very, very cool to kind of be a part of that like next level of the, of the franchise. Um, I think what I would do differently is I would trust my own instincts more than just continuously being like I feel like I was uh 
there's just there's so much to do to do when you're preparing for drag race and it's like very easy to just like to take other people's opinions and 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 that kind of stuff when it comes to a lot of things um and i think i would just i would just trust my instincts and i would just mm-hmm. like go in with like not yeah i just i think i would just go in with like a little bit of a different mentality as well like i definitely i think i was very obviously like like I I'm, I feel like I'm relatively nice when it was coming to like playing the game and, and that sort of thing. But I think I would just kind of like stand my own ground a little bit more with mm-hmm. like certain things when it comes to the game aspect. Yeah. Um, just because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I just, I think that I think I would switch, I think I would switch that up knowing how, how the like show goes a bit um, yeah. more than, more than the last time. Yeah. Just sort of, yeah. Yeah. Stick to my guns. You don't want to be the nice girl that gets eliminated because of a, a tiny blip on what you did because you can't fight for yourself. You can't lip sync for your life. Yeah. Your hands are within someone else's, you know? And if you're just the girl, the Canadian girl that no one really knows that well, we all see how that plays oh out. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> even deal with that. That was, that was chaos. That was one of the most chaotic episodes of television I have seen. I was, I was shocked from the beginning. <laughs> 0.01 seconds to, to 0.59. I was shocked. Yeah. You you and Priyanka's interaction on Twitter about <laughs> Lemon's elimination, I think was just top tier comedy. Uh, Priyanka being like, Lemon was just eliminated. Who do you think you are? And you being like, I didn't know. <laughs> I was so complaining. Funny. Of course I was complaining about my human units, as I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not tweeting from a luxury hotel right now. <laughs> I'm at the blow bar. <laughs> I actually feel like I might have been. <laughs> oh my god! You have like how many how many human units do you have now, Kendall? Yes. Oh my! It's god. insane. Um, I feel like you have so many. If you have to pause and you think have about lot. it, it's 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 yeah. a lot. Uh, like at least at least like sixteen or seventeen, maybe twenty. Are you joking me, Kendall Elizabeth Gender? Okay, but that is but, so many. But I, I will say this. I will say this. Some of them, some of them are like, some of them are like those wholesale, you know, sixty-five dollar. You can just use a cup. Those ones are fierce. No, I know, but I just don't want you to think that like all of them are like human unit pricing. Like some of them right. are just like okay. a basic, you know, bl- blonde that I dyed myself with with manic panic from from shoppers drug mart you know what i mean oh okay 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 they're not all they're not all what wigs, i mean some of, uh, some of, russian some of them definitely are what wigs so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know the 60 inch like russian hair wow. with the swiss lace <laughs> i mean i i am very excited uh, about my tour hair that one i ordered specifically from what wigs and i just have been waiting to wear her mm-hmm is she still sitting, sitting, waiting for you? She is. She. Ha- I have worn her one time, but uh, that's not. <gasps> it's not coming out until the tour. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. She's booked. She's blessed. Things are in the calendar. They drop when they drop. Cannot wait. Very that. Very. I mean, very, very that. My next question, Kenny G. Where do you see yourself in five years? I looking like a slice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> having <period. laughs> having having real diamonds on my neck. Um, <laughs> uh, I think my like goal is to 
honestly have like some sort of a television program of my own. I really like my dream is to do yes. a talk show or some sort of like idea of a show like that. That's like, you know, just like I happen to be a, a drag performer, obviously, but that's that's sort of like also laced up in like real conversations and like real sort of things like that. That's my goal. Like, I mean, I joke about mm-hmm. wanting to be the Oprah of drag, but like I really genuinely like would love that. <laughs> um that well even like you could even try being like a correspondent for like et that would be incredible the last time that i was on what a job the last time that i was on etalk i like heavily hinted to tracy that i wanted to do that (laughs) (laughs) heavily hinted hi tracy i would like to do this oh no i literally was like i could i was like i could come for pride month you know if you if you let me shadow you and she was like okay (laughs) (laughs) like not in a good way Oh my god. I love Tracy. She's Me so too. fun. Oh my god. Oh, great. Um now Kendall, we've learned so much about you in this episode. You are so fun at these interviews and you've got such a big brain, but we really want to know what's the secret to all of this? What's the secret to the success? What's the the secrets behind uh Kenny Jen? How do we get to where you are at? Oh my god. Well, first of all, luxury hotels, human units. Ah! <laughs> the basics, the basics, girl. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The basics, the basics. Um, no, I think that like I think the the best thing that I learned about drag is that like there is you sort of create it's it's your there's an ability to create your own world. And I think that you're creating a yeah. person and within that, this person can do and work and be whoever you want them to be because it's literally a fake person that you've created. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's sort of like when you're creating this, I think that you only get this one life. So like, if you want to create a certain life for yourself, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on tour of the world or if you want to, you know, stay in like fun cities or whatever it is, you can you kind of have to make these opportunities and make these things for yourself. You can't always necessarily just expect the opportunities to knock on your door. And I think that that's something that I've always had from from day one that I learned from my drag mother, actually. She just was always mm-hmm. like that. And she just was always like making her own events or, or making her own photo shoots or making her own content, whatever. So I, I saw that right away. And I think that that's why I'm so like happy in my drag career, because a lot of this stuff is just like, I, I get to sort of curate myself and like I get to have my own life that way. And I think mm-hmm. that that's really important to remember. It's so easy to, to just expect people to, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to give this to you or I'm going to do this for you. But it's like, that's such a small part of like the grander scheme of things, I think. No, totally. Even with this podcast, like exactly. you guys, this is this is a perfect example of it. You guys wanted to get out into into media and you made your own podcast. You're not waiting for, you know, Spotify or yeah. well, maybe not Spotify. But... <laughs> oh, oh my God, I know, not this week. Oh or, no, yeah, we should probably talk about that. Or whoever, or whoever, yeah. some, some media corporation yeah. to, to knock on your door. You're making it for yourself. And I think that that's super important to yeah. remember. No, totally. Self-starting. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to pave your own way. You know, you can't always wait for somebody else. You've got to be able to create opportunities for yourself, especially when your province doesn't want you to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so super fun. This has been great. Would you want to do a little, just to like end on a good note, a little mm-hmm. like 
quick rapid fire whatever comes first to your mind kind of questions i love it I, has this been so bad we need to end on a good note <laughs> can the, no no no, no. Can, oh my god it's been a little this has been really you heavy know? yeah it's been really we heavy just, we've got some really heavy I can topics feel the sadness in this pod <laughs> yeah, episode yeah, yeah. so we really need to lift it up <laughs> um just some notes we yeah. just gotta lift up the mood you <laughs> no, know it's been a pleasure uh, talking okay. to you we just love yeah. the rapid fire questions some of them we're gonna continue yeah, no, I love that. throughout queens all right, okay. you ready, love? Cool. Okay. I'm ready. Brittany or Christina? Christina. Sorry. I'm sorry, but you 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 know I have a Christina tattoo. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, bangers or a ballad? Oh, bangers. One okay. wig color for the rest of your life, blonde or brunette? Brunette. <laughs> Gigi good. Uh, or Gigi Gorgeous. Gigi Gorgeous. Ooh, Gigi you heard gorgeous. it here first. Um, but I love both. Okay, okay. <laughs> what about what about uh, Gigi Gorgeous or Georges? Gigi Gorgeous. <laughs> okay, work. <laughs> You're like it will love, always love love Georges though. Yeah, I was like, there's very few people that would be able to stack up for me personally next to Gigi Gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know. I love a, I love a good f- uh, five foot three bottom. So I don't know something about me says. <laughs> yeah, what time of day is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, Diva. Thank you oh, so I want much. More. That was so fun. Oh my god. You <laughs> Do you want more? more? Yeah, okay, okay, wait, wait. Let's pull one out. Okay, Let's pull one out. A night um, in or um, a rager? Wait, say that say that again. Having a night staying in or going out and having a rager? Night in. Cute. A villain edit or hero edit? Hero edit. Vintage designer or trendy fast fashion? Mm. I feel like now vintage designer. But if you had asked me like a year or two ago, (laughs) forever all the uh, way, trendy fast fashion. (laughs) I think it's yeah. I think it's I think it's just more post drag race. I'm thinking about like more longevity of looks. I think that's why. Yes. Um, never being able to wear a bodysuit ever again, (gasps) but getting free Ivy Park, or. Any bodysuit you can ever wear, ever think of, no matter how expensive and stunning, but never getting Ivy Park. Uh, any bodysuit I could ever imagine, no matter how expensive. For sure, <laughs> Ivy Park. Okay. I mean, well, I love... I thought the Ivy Park was really going to take that. I love Ivy Park, but like, come on. Come on. <laughs> I love me some bodysuits more. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, love, I love my bodysuits. I love my bodysuits. No matter how expensive, come on. <laughs> uh, Botox Luxury or filler. perfect. Ooh. Botox. Cute. Okay. But I don't remember want to filler. It, it Right. Don't make me choose. <laughs> no, because because can I yeah. have you can get because you can get a lip clip with just Botox and that will still increase your top lip. But I like the way you think. Oh, oh my god, I should do that. Yeah. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> choose in her upper lip. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, Kendall, this has been so fun. We've loved being able to pick your brain. You're so good at interviews. So that was just like, so like exciting to be able to do that. 
Um, do you have anything you want to plug before we kind of like sign this off? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to send people to? Um, you can find me on most social media platforms at Kendall Gender or some variation of that where I post everything. Make sure that you subscribe and like and all of this kind of stuff to the semi-qualified podcast with these two gorgeous oh. girls, my favorite bottle blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it. That's about it. So cool. Honestly, I can't wait to start doing more Brat Pack projects with you and Gia. Us just hit the road. Um, I'm really excited for the summer. I think, you know, it's just the beginning for your drag career in so many ways. And look what you've already accomplished. Like, when you mentioned those five year goals, I feel like you're going to have a show that's like a a one year, two year goal. Like, you're going to have a network in five years. I can't wait. I love that. Yeah, very proud of you <laughs> and you honored, honored for you joining us here on Semi-Qualified Queens. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was such a great episode. Kendall is so good at interviews. It is insane. See, she's an eternal optimist. She always can turn mm-hmm. around things and make it a bright situation. She's mm-hmm. the best. And I, and I feel like she just always has like an incredible answer ready to go. It's almost like she's like, it's like she prepped for the interview that she didn't know was going to happen. <laughs> I know. We like texted her an hour before this. She's literally, truly a professional. And thank you guys so much for joining. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Semi-Qualified Queens Pod and on Twitter at SQQ Pod. And if you want to join in and you want to ask us some questions, use the hashtag, hashtag Semi-Qualified Questions. We want to hear from you. And for us classic internet users, if you like email, you can also hit us up at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. We're going to be back next week with a little bit more content for you, but we were so happy with this interview and we can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Bye.